family welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving you know that's right it's time that we have turned our attention away from the shopping the meal planning and the cleaning of the house and i want you to pause and to reflect on why we go through all of this Why all the fuss and the headache? I know that many people that I've asked whether they celebrate Christmas, they tell me no, that they don't buy into the commercialism. What shocked me is when I heard Christians state that they don't celebrate Christmas. And while I can understand not wanting to buy into the the commercialization of Christmas, does that mean that there's no room for celebration, though? For those of you who have been with me for a while, I'm sure you've heard me say that we make more noise at a baseball game or any other sports game, you just fill in the blank which one, than we do when it comes to praising our Lord. And while I do agree one can lose the spirit of Christmas, you know, which is the birth of our Savior for the world, that we can lose the spirit of Christmas and all the commercialization. This only means for me that we must ensure that when we celebrate anything, that we remember that Christ is supposed to be at the core of that celebration, that he is the reason that we go to such lengths to make our loved ones feel welcome. He is the reason that we want the dinner table to look so good. That Christ is the reason that we put our differences aside and we find common ground with one another. Celebrating Christmas can mean many things to different people. And I have enjoyed hearing about the traditions of other families and cultures. My family, my mom and dad, you know, and to somewhat extended families, we really we really didn't have a tradition. We'd have Christmas dinner together. And that was about it, other than putting up the Christmas tree and things like that. But through the military, God allowed me to experience Christmas through the lens of other family traditions. And, and it always they always made me feel welcome, but it was interesting to see what people would do. Sometimes there was certain cookies that needed to be baked, um, People would go to different plays. There were different gifts that they would give. One could open only one gift on Christmas Eve. All sorts of stuff. I found it fascinating. This Christmas, although I'm not telling you to go out and charge up your charge cards or overextend yourself, I just want you to remember that it's a day that we celebrate the birth of our Savior. It's supposed to, and, and I know that the 25th of December is not when Jesus was born. I think historians are saying that he was probably born in September. Doesn't matter. We're celebr- we use this date to commemorate his birth because we know that he was born. And essentially what we're doing is we're throwing him a birthday party. What gifts would you bring him this season? This invites us to look at ourselves and see where we can grow in our faith. Perhaps this season you give him the gift of your patience. 
your trust. The gift of better time management that allows you to be rested and level-headed so that you can do what he's called you to do, caregivers. (laughs) Or perhaps it's better financial management because after all, you're a mere manager of what he's given you. Everything that we do can be a reflection of our relationship with him if we learn to look at things that way through the lens of our being his handiwork who he created to do good works. So will you say happy birthday to your Lord and Savior this season? Will you celebrate him? And you can celebrate him any way that you choose to. I just ask you to celebrate him. And so I leave you with this scripture taken from Luke, the first chapter, verses 39 through 55, which shows that even in the womb, in Elizabeth's womb, there was celebration of Christ before he was born. Mary, his mother, praises him and she acknowledges all of the good things that he was going to bring the world. All of the things that her son would do and has done. And so we celebrate our God who knew that we needed a savior. And so I want you to have a Merry Christmas. I'm going to take three weeks off and I'll see you back on the 9th of January. But here's the scripture that I want you to ponder as you go through this Christmas season. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child who you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. Now we get to Mary's song. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations we will will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arms. And he scattered those who are proud in the innermost thoughts. He has brought down the rulers of the throne. He has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Our God is faithful. And this Christmas we remember his faithfulness. The birth of the Christ child shows that God remembered that we needed we needed him and that he implemented a way so that we could be reconciled to him. Christmas 
is the enactment here on earth to the fulfillment of the promise of reconciliation which we see on the cross. Celebrate Jesus' birthday. Have a wonderful Christmas. Dear Lord, we thank you for this time to ponder what the birth of our Savior means, allowing it to seek, sink in into our hearts that even though we may get caught up in the hubbub of everything, that we do so because it is a celebration. Or if we don't get caught up in the hubbub, that it's still a celebration, however we choose this season. Help us to remember it is you who came down to us to extend salvation in the form of a little boy who grew up to be a man, both human and divine, who bore our sins. Let us celebrate you today. I ask, Father, that you touch everyone listening, because sometimes Christmas cannot be a time of celebration, but I ask, Father, that you start putting in their hearts that it is about you. And if they can remember that it's about you, that they find something to celebrate in that. Bless the caregivers, as this may be the first time that they're celebrating with their loved one in the condition that they are, that they're in, that maybe the disease has progressed further than what it has been. But in all of this, Father, help us to celebrate our Savior, your Son. This we ask in his precious holy name. Amen. All right, my podcast family, I do wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And like I said, I'll see you on the 9th. Now go and minister the act of caregiving, celebrating Jesus in his name. Bye.